Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. Was hard, but not anymore. Thanks to Wondersuite from Bluehost. Answer a few questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically create your website or store. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content, and we automatically help you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's up, What's everybody, up, everybody welcome. and welcome to the Super oh. Gamer Boys. I'm JJ, <laughs> and right. I'm your host with the most on this show. It is so good to see you guys here today. The show's Thank been you. ransacked. Thank you for coming to the Super Gamer Boys. And with me, as always, in the studio, come on, we couldn't do it without him, Adrian Homeboy Holmes. He is the heavyweight podcasting champion he is the king of all no that's video you games oh wait you're the king you're the you're king the heavyweight but you're the king <laughs> the king of all video games adrian homeboy Holmes. how you doing today adrian hey, what's going on jj i'm doing good how about yourself oh man i couldn't be better it's one of those days and i'm so happy to be here in the virtual studio with the flippity flop and all that good stuff. Guys, don't forget, we've got a third wheel. The third man in this booth, and he is actually third in succession of awesomeness on this show as well. Put your hands together for the one and only Garrett Morlang. How you hey, doing, Garrett? Woo! In lieu of certain events, uh, or certain recent events, that uh, hijacking was a little, hit a little close to home there. No. <laughs> um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. I'm here. I'm ready to talk about some video games. Um, <laughs> Let's get to it. Uh, yes, I don't know what JJ said. I took my headphones off and walked away after he uh, hijacked the show. But uh, oh, so you could have said anything. You could have said anything there. I probably and I and I've been known to say anything I sometimes when yeah. I have a microphone in front of me. But no, I just said nothing but good stuff, Garrett. Right, right. And right. it's your show. You're the host. You go for uh -huh. it. Now. Uh, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, you have been on a streak with saying very nice things to me lately. Uh, just the other day, you know. Oh, whoa, 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 He's going to deny this, but he did in fact call me a sexy man. So I, I never said the word sexy. I, I don't even know if my wife has ever called me sexy, but so, so you, JJ, I'm going to hold on to that. JJ, I'm going to hold on to that for a long, long time. I really appreciated that the other day. I said, I said you're a very good looking man. I said you're very good. You're a very attractive young word, man. That's the word sexy. Enough. The word sexy was definitely in there somewhere. <laughs> I never used the word sexy. Not in my you vocabulary. You definitely did. Not in my vocabulary. Yep, yep. So uh, the the sexiest host of the show, Garrett Morling, is here. Um, your host, Colonel Dad. Is that all my titles? I don't even know because because of the way we started the show, I literally. Is that weird I threw that him I off. don't? I, yeah, I don't know how I normally intro the show because it's one of those things where it's muscle memory. And now that we've started the show, I don't can't remember what I normally say at the beginning. It's weird. I don't know. I guess next week, next week I'll tell you what I say at the beginning of the show because it'll be the all muscle memory. <laughs> the important thing is to work out other muscles so that way you know those things don't atrophy, and then you know what I mean. You could build up other muscles inside of your body. 
You know. No. Also, no. you know one thing that builds up muscles really well. Nope. Dubby. In- <laughs> We're what? not there no? yet. Not there okay. yet. You got to hold okay. on a little right. bit well, longer. Just, I'm ready. I'm so. ready. Ah, uh, boy. All right. Well, yeah. I got JJ. I got A Train. I'm here. <laughs> let's uh, let's get going here, huh? Let's just get into it. I feel like this Sounds is like going to be plan. a chaotic show tonight, and I cannot wait. <laughs> Uh, today we're talking about 343 Industries possibly killing Halo, uh, Sony struggling with PSVR 2 sales, and the end of the only good thing on PlayStation Plus. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumble Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, and our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys where you can support us, starting at just a buck a month to get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show and show hosted by our very favorite co-host maybe the best co-host on the show uh adrian holmes oh adrian no yeah yeah super gamer book club um that's right new episode live right now uh chrono trigger featuring eddie and el chizo over there uh go check that episode out fantastic uh it was it was a lot of fun playing this uh, classic game, my first time. And uh, yeah, Eddie and Chizo at the beginning of the episode had opposing views, and by the end, I think uh, I think they, they worked came it to out. The was, yeah, it was pretty good. There was a lot of a lot of you know taking some swings and blood, sweat, tears. We cried together, you know, all sorts of emotions, range of emotions. I'll go check it out. Bonded, trauma uh, bond. Yes, exactly. Uh, but if you're on the fence about supporting us over on Patreon, you can also check out the free feed. Go to any of your podcast service or over at youtube.com slash supergamerboys. And uh, you can listen to The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past episode featuring Nintendo Cartridge Society. We had Patrick and Mark on that one, and that was another fantastic one. Uh, two Super Nintendo games. Look at that. Uh, upcoming this month, we announced it last week that we were going to be doing Hi-Fi Rush, and I believe the guest has been confirmed. It has. You want to tell him? Go ahead. It's your show. You do it. Oh, well, okay. Uh, we have, uh, none other than, I don't know if he, he goes by many a name these days. Uh, so we have <laughs> Mr. We'll, we'll, we'll start off with his, uh, his, uh, his Twitch. That's his, or okay. Twitch. Oh, okay. No, we can do his Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv slash trouser. Schnauzer, yes, you heard me correctly. Uh, he's back. He is. He, he's he's been taking a little time off, trying to recuperate, and um, in the meantime, he's been making a lot of music under the uh, under the artist name DJ Trues, uh, and a lot of it is actually very good. We should probably ask him if we can. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be sick. I'd love to add yeah. it to a playlist, have it play in the background of our show. Yeah. Uh, so he will definitely uh, be a great addition. Um, I love having him on when we have like more rhythm focused games because he is such we a did, uh, we did cadence of Hyrule with him, correct? Yep. Yeah. And that was the the um rhythmic rhythmic Zelda game, the dungeon crawler. Uh so that was awesome to have somebody who has a background and a focus in music. Uh mm-hmm. so I love to I would love to hear just pick his brain about what how he works and how he perceives, you know, games like these. So I can't wait to hear his thoughts. Heck yeah. Well, we'll talk more about our Patreon later on the show. Uh, before we move on here, I do want to give a quick shout out to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Uh, definitely go check them out. Links to their uh, their works are in the show description below, Apple Music and Spotify. So go give them a listen. Fantastic music. Uh, and uh, who knows? Maybe we'll add uh, DJ, DJ Trues. Is that what it is? Trous? Trues? Trues. 
Okay, DJ choose the list soon. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a good idea. We need to reach out to him. That'd be sick. <laughs> All right. It's now time to check the mail. <laughs> I've been told not to not to do it. Oh, right, right. I forgot. We did oh, we did have right. yeah. I was I was that's right. I was that's right. He's on you're on you're on probation week. for a few weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, it's stupid, but whatever. <laughs> Uh, it's probably because right. of your mailman that sounded like a little <laughs> bit like this. No, he didn't talk like that. He was Irish. The way I recall it, I'm he talking was about Irish. this mailman right here. This mailman right here <laughs> talk like this. <laughs> Coming out of your wide mouth. I know. Is that no, what we no. talking about? No, I didn't say that. I never did that. Can't be proven. Look at you squirm. Oh, squirm. That's not what happened. I love you make it. Make it sound horrible. I love it. I love that JJ is feeling so uncomfortable. So good. Because nothing usually doesn't. It does nothing he's, gets to him. No, <laughs> he's, he's red as a tomato. Uh. No, it's, no, guys, that's diabetes. No, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, it's not done affecting me. Uh, it's all right it's all right i got the show questions this week they're in my bag of uh of dried apples that i've been eating so let me pull them out here real quick and uh don't ask me why seven what what are you like seven years old what is that (laughs) well you don't don't, snack for an adult man you don't eat organic dried apple chips no if it doesn't start with the word bake or end with the word un then i don't eat it (laughs) That explains diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. It all makes sense. Oh, man. All right. Uh, well, this first question comes to us from Sir Prince a lot, and they ask, what's the most embarrassing gaming memory that you have? Hmm. If you guys need a one. moment. Oh, no, you do? Okay. okay. Uh, so I am a very big fan of the sims series of games uh and um there is an activity that you can make sims do uh and i'm not gonna go any further than that because i think you can uh you can uh (laughs) kind of infer what i'm going into uh and uh one time that was happening and a family member walked in and i i didn't i I didn't know what to do. I just had to let it happen. <laughs> of course, I got in trouble because I was a child and I shouldn't have been, you know, doing that. But yeah, that was very embarrassing. I I didn't know how to stop it. They really liked each other. And look, okay, but that's yeah. You should have just turned around your chair and be like, "We're all adults here. Come on!" <laughs> As this like little kid, just like <laughs> we can be grown up about this, right? <laughs> uh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would be pretty embarrassing. <laughs> um, for me, uh, it was, uh, oh yeah, what year did Guitar Hero 3 come out? Uh, <laughs> so mine, my, 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 oh, it was like wow. 06 or 07 or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, because it was 360. Yeah, so it had to be um, 06 or 07. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, uh, let me. Yeah, two thousand October two thousand seven. So at this point, I'm a good. Uh, uh, I'm fourteen years old. Is that right? So I'm not a young child. Um, <laughs> and uh, my cousins, we had played Rock Band or not Rock Band. Well, yeah, we had played Guitar Hero one and two in Rock Band like a ton at this point. Um, because, well, Rock Band came out like the month after Guitar Hero 3 there. So this was like December, Christmas time. Everyone was getting their game. So my cousin got in Guitar Hero 3 and everyone was excited to jump in and play. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) I was getting ready to grab the controller. It was like my turn next. I'm like so stoked. They're getting to the end of the song. And the if you remember, one of the venues was basically at like a, a strip club or it's like a bar or a club, but in the background, like on certain songs, there's like these neon lights that showed like the like dancing girls on poles and stuff like that. And I remember my 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 parents or one of my parents, I don't remember which one now, came into the room and saw that and it was just like probably my mom, to be completely honest. <laughs> Walking around is just like you're not playing that game. I'm it like, sounds like what? we have similar stories. <laughs> like, I've played Guitar Hero 1 and 2. We played Rock Band. Like, we played all, like, why not? For me, it was just like, I, I mean, when you're playing, you're so focused on the music. Like, you, know, you normally don't even notice the venue. And and I, honestly, it was one of those things I didn't even notice until she pointed it out. Like, I think she walked in the room and she's like, you're not playing this. There's naked girls. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, are you kidding me? So it was so embarrassing in front of my, all my, like, my family and, like, friends were there. And it's just like, Turn it as off, four- Garrett. As a fourteen-year-old kid, like I had to like leave the room because it was my cousin's PlayStation. <laughs> my like they were playing, and like no, like, you gotta leave the room. So like, oh, dang it. Or I think they eventually ended up changing because someone, you know, one person got Guitar Hero, the other person got Rock Band. So they eventually switched to Rock Band, so I go back in and play. But I was like the most embarrassing thing to be like, <laughs> sorry, you're not allowed to play because there's like a neon sign that's like vaguely sexual, like not even really because it's like a weird neon blur on ps2 or ps3 or whatever it was oh man it was yeah very embarrassing you go in there and you sip your juicy juice until they get done <laughs> oh man so about about two years into us having uh, this podcast i was doing pest control and i had a family that had a lot of gaming systems and so i made conversation about how you know, I'm a gamer and I like to play games and that I have a video game podcast and they immediately checked it out and subscribed to it. Oh, and they no. were talking about how neat it was and uh, is it family friendly? And I said, yes, it is. And I remember like, oh, I think this last episode, Garrett might have dropped a couple. Let's just use the word Garrett in place of JJ <laughs> for sake of argument, right? So, uh, but that wasn't the embarrassing part because that was later when I was like, oh no, they're going to go listen to that show and it's not clean. Um, And Garrett always would, you know, delete me out. At that point, I was probably doing either the delete or like with the ad comedy, it was like the beeps, like bleep. bleep, Yeah, yeah, you're beeping it even when I wasn't saying anything. But it added a lot because then you're like, oh my gosh, what did he say? You know, (laughs) so it was fantastic. But no. Uh, they're talking about their gaming love, and there was a six-year-old kid that oh, was there, no. and he was playing video games, and he had the stuff up on the screen, and it was like some kind of a Mario game, and they were like, oh, have you ever played this one? And I'm like, no, and we're having a conversation, and then he's like, you want to play? And he hands me a controller, and we start playing against each other, and he beat my butt like I was <laughs> Floyd Mayweather's easiest opponent i mean he just decimated me and like destroyed me and then as he gets done smoking me he looks over at me like side eyes me and he goes thought you had a video game podcast (laughs) trash old man and i was like he's six he just called me trash (laughs) like and i i was like here's your controller back like I had nothing left to say. I was so ashamed. Oh I was so ashamed of myself. <laughs> you packed up your sprayer. I just walked slowly with my just... head down. 
Walked I was out, so, head down, walking shame. So embarrassed. Because, I'll never see I mean, you again. He literally looked <laughs> so at me long. and was like, was like, I thought you said you had a video game podcast. <laughs> you trash old man. And I'm like, I will never forget that look on that little bastard. I mean, that little kid's face. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. They might still listen to this day. <laughs> they're going to remember that. And be like, Wait, is he that, You know what's funny is I just thought of that. I'm like, maybe they're listening right now. And. Yeah. They're like, you don't oh, work there talking anymore. about you, it's Johnny. That's yeah, fine. You don't live there. You don't work there. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> man, that that's fantastic. Um, all right. This next question also comes from Sir Prince Law, and he asks, what are your musical guilty pleasures? Mine right now is definitely baby metal. So I'm going to be honest. I did not know what baby metal was until I looked it up. Baby and I, I'm rules. in. I am in. Like, I listen to him. I'm like, this is fantastic. How have I never heard of this before? <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, what's uh, what's that musical group uh, or genre or whatever that you're like, uh, you know, it's generally regarded as, you know, not or, you know, not okay. as popular or whatever that you are super into. Can, can you can you do me a favor? Like, yes. obviously, there's going to be like, what, a couple people, few people maybe listening to this on Twitch. I just ask you to do me an. an There's one person viewing on Twitch. I Please don't know delete this and do not do not put this out on the RSS feed. I just don't want as we put this out on YouTube. I'd rather people not know that my guilty <laughs> pleasure is I freaking love ABBA. Like I'm the biggest ABBA fan, and like I will be singing ABBA? like Dancing Queen. This ABBA? Oh yeah, no, no I'll be all about it, dude. I'll, I, dude. Put on the Mamma Mia soundtrack, and I'm like, Mamma Mia, there I go again. And I'm like, into it. I'm singing, and I'm like, dude, out and proud. Everybody's around watching it. I'm like, I don't care. I love it. I can't stop. <laughs> I'm not going to clown you for it, man. Do your thing. Yeah, uh, dude, it's uh, it's so much fun, upbeat music, and I'll like put it on like if I'm maybe cleaning house or like if I just need an uplifting something, and I'll put on some like ABBA. I just love them. That is awesome. Seriously, like, so good. That. <laughs> I don't, Definitely not staying in. No. Sorry. <laughs> I don't really have like guilty play. Like I'm not ashamed of anything that I listen to. Um, I would say the most uncommon thing that I listen to that, of course, people here are going to get, they're going to go, what are you, are you crazy? But I'd say game soundtracks or like anime soundtracks. Mm. I think those are very yeah. uh, uncommon in the general populace to listen to. So right. I would say that would maybe qualify, but I'm not ashamed to listen to those. So it doesn't really count as a guilty pleasure to me. I don't yeah. know. So if, if I, I don't play, like it, I just don't listen to it. What? If I can play off of, of that same topic, like what are you guys listening to right now? Like, is there something that, that has got your ear that like you, you keep finding yourself putting on or listening to right now? Is it a genre or is it like a certain album or artist? Hmm. I basically cycle between three artists and everyone knows what they are. Cause I talk about them all the time, <laughs> but it's a, uh, uh, low roar, uh, uh, my chemical romance and 21 pilots. Like that's basically my taste <laughs> my until, until Adrian started sending me music for, and I, and I have a playlist called gifts from Adrian on my Apple music oh, account. Yeah, I forgot to, I have <laughs> and, someone uh, to send you. And like, I love everything he's sent me, but to be honest, like that's my life for the past 
you know, basically since I've had kids for five and a half years, <laughs> like just look, like I don't have time to like look for new music. Like I just listen to this because in college I used to spend like hours and hours late into the night finding all these new artists and new music. And now it's like, no, I'm just going to listen to the three bands that I absolutely adore. And I have since 2011, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's it. Like, a habit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's easy. And it's comfort food for me. Uh, low uh, roar yeah, is the newest one. Cause I was, I was introduced to it with death stranding, but like, so that's the new thing to the cycle two years ago or whatever, three years ago with low roar. But yeah, that's pretty much all, um, my, the main stuff I listen to. I have but. been cycling back and forth between Tom McDonald. I don't know if you guys knew who Tom McDonald is. He's he's a rapper, and he's got some really great stuff. And then uh, Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll is like my favorite artist right now. Mm-hmm. Jelly Roll has got like some. It's like a. I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. It's like kind of a, a countryish rock, you know, hillbilly type of music. It's really great, dude. Hmm. Like. He's been on like the Grand Old Opry stage singing country okay. type music and like, but he's been all over the place. He's got some great rock stuff. It's it's really he's really good and he's That's a big awesome. fat guy. So yeah. anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, my thing lately has been um, a lot of times when I put on music, it'll be not actively listening to listening to it. It'll be something that you know can help pass the time. Like I'll put it on in the car or I'll put it on as background music in my room when I'm doing something else. Uh, so I like to listen to a genre that is um, Japanese uh, pop songs from the late 70s and early to mid 80s uh, called City Pop. And <laughs> it is very, very good. Like it, it is surprisingly good. I mean, I've been listening to it for a while now, but that's kind of what I've been on the kick on. Like when I can't think of, oh, what do I want to listen to? I'll put that on. And then it'll just, you know, go through. And there's, there's like I said, a, a decade and a half of that kind of music. And it's just, man, it's it's so varied for being the same genre. And there's a lot of different artists and different sounds, but it all has like the same DNA, if that makes sense. So I would say um, to whoever's listening, give it a shot. Just go in your, your, your music service of choice and just type in City Pop and it'll come right up. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out. That's Add it to my list. Gifts from Adrian. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I don't necessarily have any guilty pleasure. I mean, if unless you just look at how sad my 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 music rotation is, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to pull you <laughs> trying out. Trying to help me. Um, I think the only other thing that oh, it's not that's not really guilty pleasure. I don't know. So because earlier I was trying to think about this question, um, an artist that I really enjoy that I feel like most people I talk to have some issue with him for whatever reason and everyone has different issues with him and the internet at large has issues like he just tends to be very divisive and i actually like love his stuff so less guilty pleasure and more just like he's generally disliked uh is macklemore i like love his stuff but some people like absolutely hate him and i'm like yes i love it but of course i'm just like <laughs> i'm a white dude who's into like the goofy white rapper so i don't know maybe i'm just playing into the whole so you're his, his target audience i'm, I'm the target works. audience yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, he is definitely but, a goober but i'll let yeah, you have it people do not like him at all and i'm just like i love it it's so good like <laughs> uh, that's your guilty whatever. pleasure right there that's my guilty pleasure macklemore give it to me <laughs> uh, i miss it i miss ryan lewis getting the two of them together that's good all right anyways Glad let's that move on over. 
Uh, this next question comes from Shatter Ranger 2 and they ask, <clears throat> prepare for this one. This one's for JJ, actually. You ready? Uh-oh. I, I, and he says, make sure JJ answers this. Like, no, no, this is targeted right to you. Like, no ducking. No ducking. Like, so I'm I need not to able hear. to, like, change the subject and get away from it? Nope, nope. Okay, really Shatter Ranger wants to know, with the advent of the Arcs of Omen and Warhammer right now, is the lion coming back? And why is Dorne actually the one coming back? <laughs> the lion is coming back, and the reason for that is Dorne has been the lion the entire time. Now, a lot of people don't know that, but you have to go all the way back to all of the original books in the series. And what you are probably suffering from is you believe the lion is a different character because you read the later books, I think five, six, and seven. If you would have read one, two, and three, you'd known that Dorne is the lion and Hellier's coming back because that's what pimps do, dog. That was a good effort. I'll give you that one. You played that, <laughs> that one very well. That actually was not not bad, not bad. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, I have two answers for you, Shadow Ranger. Why not both? That's number one. And number two is, I really have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you nerd. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's too nerdy for me. I like to paint Warhammer. I don't necessarily know a lot Turbo about the lore. Turbo nerd. I don't, I don't, I don't read the books. There's way, what, there's too what many. What he just read sounds like what I say when I'm making fun of you. About Warhammer. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, you know what? To be completely honest, Shadow Ranger might have made it up too. Like he might be trolling me, but I don't. There's no way to know. I don't know. I could Google it, I guess. But I have no idea. Of the Dawn War, do you think the Lion (laughs) Asgardian will come back in the Third Rising of the Sun? Get out of here. I, I enjoy the grass. I enjoy the hobby more than I do the lore. Let me tell you that. I like to paint things and play games. I'm not about to role play as <laughs> Lion Dude, uh, or Dorn or whoever these like folks the are. Like the epitome of nerddom. Like just even talking like that. Like touch my my novel stop and and if it, you, you, I drink <laughs> the dubby, I promise it will spit. <laughs> like, oh my come gosh. on, man! You must drink uh, from the hilt of the sword, lest your forefathers. <laughs> Die again in acid like they did on the third moon of Krimtar. Get out of here, man. Uh, we appreciate you, Shadow. Thank you so much. Because because you know what? Honestly, I'm glad he wrote something in because it was crickets in that mailbag. Let me tell you, we were like, there's no questions. There's no. And so the fact that he wrote anything. Thank you so fair, much. It fair, made us laugh. Fair. It made us laugh. It was very good. And uh, and uh, I I do love me some Warhammer, even if I don't understand it. I enjoy it. <laughs> All right, this last for real question comes from Kajoma01, and he asked, what movie or TV show are you most excited for this year? I'm most excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp and Mandalorian Season 3, though Loki Season 2 is a very close second. I, mean, I, did, not, I did not have any TV shows that I'm looking for. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to, like, the, the normal Disney stuff and Star Wars stuff, you know, Marvel and Star Wars, but other than that, like, there's not much like TV wise, but movie wise, I am <clears throat> super stoked for the new Spider Verse movie, which hopefully, as long as it doesn't get delayed again, should be coming out at the end of this year. And then Dune Part Two, which I know JJ absolutely abhorred the first one, but I love the first one, and I am so Tell stoked. Sleep, that, that Part dude. Two is supposed to be coming out at the end of this year as well, potentially. This is not, I, I figured Dorn and the Lion both were like in that movie, possibly, because I fell asleep. <laughs> it was super nerddom. Uh, so good. 
the drama. Um, but yeah, what, what about you guys? Any movies or TV shows you guys are stoked for this year? Um, I was a big fan of Walking Dead, and um, I'm really excited about Negan and Maggie's story going to New York. And so I think they've Spoilers. changed the title. Um, yeah, I think the, la- the last the season I watched was like six or seven, so I'm very behind. But <laughs> well, it it looks it looks really great, and I think it's it's neat to see the whole the whole zombie thing from a different perspective, from a different yeah. uh, area. And so I think New York is going to be really crazy because of the way that island is. And it's like I think there's some really cool stories. And with Negan as being like the main character along with Maggie. I think that there might be things like love interest between these characters, considering he killed her husband. I know that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Like this whole spinoff doesn't make any sense to me because the last, literally, the last episode I I watched was him. (laughs) Spoilers, smashing Glenn's head into the ground, and that's when I ended. Like I watched that the the episode one of that next season, and then like I never watched again. Like I was done. So (laughs) you. You, they literally lost four million people when that episode aired, and they never regained them. Yeah, they never regained them from that episode of that season. Glenn I was think the that was, like, was a goat. Yeah, that was like season six or something like that. It and was they like never, they never re- recovered that. What about you, Adrian? You got anything? Movies, shows? Yeah, I got a couple, uh, and they are both anime. Uh, one is. Um, if you are a Star Wars fan, you probably know that last year, I think it was. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, there was a series of animated shorts from a bunch of different studios in Japan uh, that Lucasfilm commissioned to do like kind of Elseworld stories, but in their style. So yeah. it was about nine or I think it was like 10 or 11 uh, Star Wars short films, but they were made as anime. Uh, and this year we're They're getting so a new good. set of them in may so this is going to be season two of that um so it's a whole new set of of studios um but this time they're from all over the world they're not just japan so that's going to be sick because they even have the people who are make who make a like um wallace and gromit and uh and chicken run stuff like that they're doing one that's gonna be so (laughs) sick i cannot wait for these I hope um, it's like kind of like cheeky, like British dry humor too. But it's I Star Wars. So, dude, <laughs> I want it to be so funny good. so bad. Yeah. Uh, so uh. we got that coming in May, and then um, so this movie um, is made by the same director who's done he's done the movie Your Name, um, Makoto Shinkai, and uh, he's very good at making romance uh, projects that's the genre that he he's most comfortable in and there's a new one coming out from him a new movie well it's out in japan it came out late last year but over here it's supposed to come out pretty soon it's called suzume um and so far as far as i'm concerned he's been on a roll uh he has not missed so any project that has his name on it i'm gonna go see um and yeah those are the two that i'm looking forward to at the forefront anyway i'm sure there's more stuff that i can't remember that i'm excited about oh yeah oh and more last of us (laughs) heck yeah dude so good if you're not watching the last of us you're messing up like you need to go take it just put it right here man right in right get a get a subscription borrow someone else's subscription hbo plus max whatever it's called plus max ultra um 
get it because The Last of Us is fantastic. Uh, the the parts of the sh- the parts of the vi- show that are staying true to the video game are great, but then what's even better is the parts of the show that they're changing from the game. Like that's honestly been fantastic. The best part. Like the best part of the show is all like it's great to have that fan service. Like oh, this is like an exact recreation of the game, and then like to also have those moments like no way, like total left turn, throw you off. Oh, it's yeah, it's not just the 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 new creations with those same characters, but it's also some of the backstory that you hear about some of the stuff that they're they're making up in the show, and it's like oh my gosh, that would have been so fantastic. It's like a, expanding the, the universe, yeah, yeah fantastic like you're just getting so much more of that world that we weren't getting that we didn't get in the game so go watch that show so good all right that is it for the mail now it is time for the nerdy nudes it's now time for the nerdy news wow that was that was a long one <laughs> you really really went out and went all out with that one uh all right this first story comes to us from IGN, written by Logan Plant. Halo Infinite reportedly scrapped a new story content amid studio shakeup. Halo is reportedly mm. staying at 343 stu- uh, Industries, but the franchise's direction is unclear amidst layoffs and a pivot away from Halo's slipspace engine. In a report from Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, the studio's leadership overhaul, mass layoffs, and other big changes are causing 343 to essentially hit the reset button on the franchise. The report also claims that at least 95 people were laid off from 343 as a part of this month's mass layoffs at Microsoft, and that 343 was not working on new missions for Halo Infinite's story over the last year. After the layoffs, rumors started circulating claiming that Microsoft could pass Halo development to another studio entirely. According to today's report, the Halo is staying put despite concerns over the studio's ability to develop new Halo games after the big hit to the staff. <clears throat> the report lines up with 343's statement that Halo and Master Chief are here to stay, and Phil Spencer saying that 343 remains critically important to the success of Halo. According to the report, Matt Booty, head of Xbox Game Studios, has assured 343's JJ hold it together. I don't have to, I'm not even looking at the Discord call, and I knew. I could feel it. I could sense it. <laughs> Uh, head of Xbox Game Studios has assured 343 staff that they're still in charge, even as the studio works with outside partners. Um, so, yeah, as mentioned at the beginning of that article, they had uh, a ma- this major change in leadership at the studio. A ton of people were laid off. And then um, they are also it was hinted at that. Uh, they are changing game engines. The reports of the engine swap come after years of rumors surrounding 343. Uh, Slip Space is what they were using previously. Now they're switching over to Unreal Engine. The pivot will reportedly begin with the Halo project codenamed Tatanka, which has been rumored for quite some time. This game is in co-development at 343 and Certain Affinity and began as a Halo Battle Royale, but the game may now evolve in different directions future halo games will also explore using unreal engine uh so i this whole thing is so bizarre to me because their entire roadmap at least two or three years ago was that this was the end all be all like the idea was like this was going to be the platform for the next 10 years and they're just going to iterate on it and add new story content more multiplayer content and all this stuff and literally like 
in one fell swoop, like in the last couple weeks, suddenly it's like, oh, we're changing game engines, we're not working on any story content, and we actually have more games in development. So everything we said before was a lie. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I, I, what do you guys think about this? Adrian, you kind of have a longer history with Halo. Mm -hmm. How does this make you feel to just suddenly be like, uh, I don't know, to have them pull the rug out like this? I'm, I'm honestly like, I'm kind of furious at this point because <laughs> they're toying around with this IP and they're going to end up De devaluing it or destroying it to the point where it's not worth continuing with it mm. right not only on this side because they're they've for close to 10 years now have been making subpar or mediocre content as far as games and then they went to a different medium and made a subpar tv show so I don't know if oh, I totally forgot about the show. You're right. A show came out last year. I never even watched that. Right. Holy cow. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's insulting to me in a sense, because Microsoft talks about how much they love Halo and how Halo is Xbox and there wouldn't be an Xbox without Halo. But then they don't they don't put the people in place and they don't put the resources in place or give them the time to actually make competent products, right? Whether it be in TV, they get people who have no idea what Halo is. They maybe <laughs> like watch a YouTube video of the first game story and then go and make a show based off of that, right? And then in the game space, you have a team who is not experienced enough as far as as knowing what to put into a game like like halo right they they can make they can make good gameplay as far as like shooting is concerned but knowing what makes a halo game a halo game they have no semblance of understanding of what that is yeah um like like and I don't know. It's a lot of emotions going on, but I'm just starting to get to the point where I think it's like Microsoft is playing in not only mine, but like people who are real big fans of Halo's faces because they're treating it like, no, we really do care about it. We really do. And then they'll do this cash grab or they'll do this, you know, a uh, half baked product. And then, oh, we're going to do better going forward. And then the next time they say they're going to do better, they put out another subpar product. So do you care or do you not care is what I'm trying yeah. to figure out. Because if you don't care, just say that or don't make Halo stuff anymore. I would rather you not make any more Halo stuff than to keep putting Halo subpar products out and being like, no, we love Halo. We really do. No, you don't. You don't. Because if you did, you would make sure that products are good. Made by people who care about the IP and not just care about making something that they can make a buck off of with season passes and battle passes and and whatnot and using the halo name because you know it's popular to, to get your tv show off the ground which clearly was supposed to be something else but they put a halo skin on it right um yeah i don't know i'm just i'm very frustrated 
because I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Granted, of course, all, you know, big companies, that's their their goal is to do that, to get money out of you. But I don't like it. I don't like them using the facade of caring when they don't. Right. And it's never been more evident than it is right now. For them to keep saying, like, it's our baby. We care. Right. It's, we care. It's our baby. It's our baby. It's like, is it, though? Like, you guys, are, you guys are leaving it out back in the dumpster right now. Like, it's raining. Like, go get you the baby. <laughs> like, what's, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm Microsoft, the very last franchise that we worry about, like, if we didn't have any other franchise to put on our console, right, we're going to have Halo. If Microsoft didn't buy right. any other any other studio or any other you know uh, entity or working with anybody else, the very least you're going to get from a Microsoft game studio is a Halo game because that's how in Xbox's DNA Halo is at this right. point. So for them to not see Halo that way and say that they do when their actions reflect otherwise, that's not okay. And I have to put, and it's not just Phil, it's, it's everybody who's involved with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, which is crazy. Cause I mean, they haven't, it's, I guess it's still crazy to me that the earlier games were so good that it, that it really, you're right. It is in Xbox's DNA because really only the first like three games were good. And beyond that, like everything three, four, three is touched and they've put out. No, first five. One, two, three. Uh, ODST Reach. Okay. All right. I always forget about ODST and Reach. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess as far as like the numbered ones, though, like the the, the non Bungie like games. The, yeah. Um, but yes, but anything like yeah, that the, that Bungie hasn't touched basically. Yeah, that three four three is done. Like has hasn't been good for a while. So it's still crazy to me that it is that people still feel it is in the DNA of Xbox when in reality it hasn't really been in their DNA for like ten years, <laughs> right? <laughs> like bro you put them on the back of the series x and series s box really yeah. and this is what you let the ip get to okay now do you think it's a strategy where they make it as terrible as possible so then they can make a comeback in like five years and make the best <laughs> game freaking possible like hey let's drive it to the ground and then just like no. check it out we remade whatever and it's like amazing they, they should have just so done that money. now and then coasted on that. Sorry, JJ, yeah. I cut you off. No, no, that's all right. They they put so much money into this last game, into promoting it, and into that being like the juggernaut that was going to get you to buy the Xbox system. That yeah, was but like they forgot all to they make had. the game. <laughs> right, right. Well, and it, and it wasn't it wasn't ready. So they they launched a system, essentially without their big game. And then they were like, yeah, we had to push it back. And they pushed it back. It was a full year, right? Mm-hmm. When it came out December of, of the following year in 2021. Crazy. And I'll tell you what, I had never played any Halo games. I wasn't really impressed with the game at all, having never no played Halo games. <laughs> and I and I know a couple of people, and I won't say their name because I know one that listens to this show semi-regularly and he thought it was the best he thought it was a great game and he didn't understand like why everybody was hating on it so much and and i couldn't really articulate other than i felt like it didn't have a soul it was kind of a heartless game there it is yeah it's the only way that i can describe it and i've played now since then i've played uh one and two 
and I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. I thought they were fun. Oh, you gotta totally play three. Different. Three is so totally freaking good. Different. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. So three, I haven't gotten that far. Three. So I actually played three first. I did. Another, I got a three sixty. Played three, and then went back and played one and two later. But like three is oh fantastic, so good. Yeah, those earlier ones. But yeah, I I agree with you, JJ. I think that's that's exactly what's going on, and it's it's unfortunate because, again, this is the 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 foundation of xbox was founded on halo and for it to be treated as just like a you know discarded like a dirty rag it's just like right, a side project or like, you know like no this is this is the 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 this is an instance where you can show like the elitism right like halo everybody talks about xbox being halo gears forza right realistically it should be halo then gears and forza then everything else as far as the magnitude of impact that it has had on the xbox brand yeah. so the fact that it's not shown the utmost like it's not given the the highest priority it's a problem yeah yeah i don't know we'll see what happens i mean they're they're already in the process of switching to unreal it doesn't say unreal 5 but i assume that's what it'll be the new one it better be um which if that's the case it's gonna be gorgeous it's gonna be beautiful and it'll make for a great first person shooter because unreal is kind of good at everything it's an engine that works good with a lot of things but but they could have done that already that's yeah, the they, problem they could have done that a long time ago and probably would have spec like development because it's easier like more more people know how to use unreal than this proprietary slip space engine they were using like right <laughs> and they had people coming in and out of 343 that had no idea those how to use those tools when if you would have had it even on unreal 4 if you would have had it on there you could have probably had a more competent uh development time yeah uh, it's absolutely it upset, man absolutely just yeah it's it's the whole situation's ridiculous and it's sad but uh hopefully th- Hopefully there will be an upswing here. Hopefully with these changes, they can kind of turn things around and, you know, make Halo great again. But I don't know. We'll see. At this point, we can't trust anything they say. It's just like, okay, show me. Prove it now. Now you got to work for it. That's what I feel like. (laughs) But I've been saying, I've been telling them that since 4. When 4 was just okay. And they're like, no, we'll get it with 5. And I said, okay, I get it. You're stretching your legs. You're a new studio on it. Let's see what you got. And then we got five. Now we got infinite. Yeah. Now we got the TV show. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, absolutely nothing. It's, it seems anyways. Um, uh, oh, interesting. Noah C92 in a chat. New chatter here. For level of consistency and quality, Forza is seemingly more baked into the DNA of Xbox and Halo now. Obvi- that's, that is true. You think about yeah. every every director or whatever showcase they have Forza. Obviously, it's not the same in perception marketing, but it almost feels more like the defining IP for the platform's unique heights. Uh, yeah, I I don't have to agree with you, but it's just sad that that's happening because, like, it's you're right. It's and becoming the DNA, but it's it's not the foundation, and so that's what's so sad. This found foundation. Per, that's the perfect perfect analogy. You hit it on the head, Garrett. That's and, and me saying that that halo should be highest priority is not a slight to forza and it's not a slight to gears because people think those games and they do think xbox as well but yeah that is the perfect way to put it is that halo is the foundation to xbox and i don't like that they're not treating it as such yeah 
Yeah, well, we'll stay tuned for that. See if there's any new updates. I I imagine we're not going to see anything about Halo in a, for a long time. If they're not Good. doing any, if they're not doing story DLC for Infinite, who knows? It could be years before we hear anything from three four three. But Good. we will see. Uh, this next news story comes from GamesIndustry.biz, written by James Bachelor over there. Sony reportedly has PSVR 2 shipping numbers. And then it says, update, PlayStation denies the story. <laughs> I don't know how you deny, like, I don't know. You, you, we'll, we'll just stay tuned here. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. The report said that Sony was making a dramatic reduction in its production uh, projections for PlayStation VR 2 and even warned supply partners that manufacturing may decrease as well. Sources told Bloomberg that the company halved its original forecast for PSVR 2 shipments from 2 million units for the headset's launch quarter to 1 million. Sony is also said to have told a supply partner to expect reduced orders for the display panels built into the device. The company expects to ship 1.5 million units between April 2022 and March 2023. Those dates aren't right because uh, it doesn't even come out until February. Uh, so I don't know how that works. Um, but a Sony spokesperson declined to comment to Bloomberg, saying that the platform holder does not discuss its platform inventory. Um, <clears throat> the play- PlayStation VR yes, 2 do. is due. <laughs> I know. Right? Jim they Ryan totally was just do. The CES they- was like, we just, we just sold 30 million PS5. They absolutely do. <laughs> Sony. Sorry, uh, Garrett. Keep going. No, it's, I thank you for adding that because it's true. Like, I love the commentary. That's yeah, that's facts. They do. Uh, the reductions have reportedly been made after disappointing pre-orders. Uh, they began sending out invites to game customers. Uh, I was one of them, granting them access to pre-order the PSVR 2 in November, but opened this to everyone shortly after. Bloomberg reports that most stores do not have a waiting list for pre-orders, despite the headset being less than a month away from launch. PSVR 2 is due to launch February 22nd. It will be priced, and this is the reason... That no one's pre-ordering it. My prediction. Uh, <laughs> it's priced at five hundred and fifty dollars, so it is fifty dollars more than the PlayStation Five itself, and it's six hundred dollars if you buy the bundle. Um, so, or, or, or actually, what the article says here, I'll read the article. It requires a PS Five console, which starts at four hundred dollars. So technically, if you buy the digital only version, it's hundred and fifty dollars more than the console. So I paid. I have the digital console. Imagine spending an extra hundred fifty bucks on you know, more than what I even spent for that for a peripheral for it. That's crazy. Uh, so that we only I, know I'm, of one game right now. Coming uh, up? There, no, there, there's a, there's 37 titles set for release. No, during, Garrett, that's 37 titles that have been out on quest or on vive or on something else. <laughs> I'm talking about for PS. Why am I buying a PS VR two right now? They have <clears> one <throat> game and it's horizon. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. Yeah, it looks like that's damning. If there's only yeah. one game coming out, one one what? exclusive game. Everything else, yeah, is like there. Oh, Gran Turismo Seven VR. <laughs> they got on. two. They have two oh games. My God. <laughs> for, I had to throw that's it in a load. That's not a game. You're Maybe right. You already it is, said is this, Garrett, but they they actually backed off production of these. Right. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's the article. Well, so the article was that it was reported to Bloomberg that production has been scaled back, but then Sony came out and said that's not true. But it's like our sources were like the fa- like you said it. Like we're, it's not like made up. Like you said it, Sony. You so you're saying that you're lying. You, yeah. Did all the factories you told this to just suddenly start lying? Why would they? Why would they do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, 
absolutely crazy. So yeah, so they scale they're scaling back production, but they're saying they're not. I don't know what's going on over there. Sony doesn't know. Overall, this is such a huge sad mishap because the first PSVR, not perfect, but was a great product. It worked fairly well. I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, the only reason I got rid of it eventually is because I had to pay the rent and you know <laughs> I had to sell off the freaking VR because it collected a lot of dust. But um, I don't know. Before I heard the price for this thing, like I was all gung-ho. I was like, yeah, I'm getting PSVR too. Heck yeah, that sounds amazing. But I don't know. I... I just don't know what Sony's doing over there. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have any more thoughts on this other than what I've what I've already said. No, but I do. It, it's yeah. Go ahead. Uh, they should have took all this development gumption and uh, money and time, and they should have made another PSP. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. They. I. I am deathly serious when I say that. When you look at. <laughs> How Switch is doing when you look at how Steam Deck is doing. Yeah. Mobile gaming, handheld gaming is back in a big way. And nobody makes game portable game hardware like Sony does. Every console that they make has always been premium. It's always had the best tech off the shelf at the time. PSP was way ahead of its time. Vita was way ahead of its time. Yeah. So for them to take another crack at it in the current day and age, oh, they would they would have knocked it. it out of the park. Are you kidding me? It make it make the Steam Deck and the Switch look like like Fisher Price toys, right? <laughs> Ooh, now you want to make a Vita or a PSP like that and then charge like what maybe three fifty four? Okay, let's yeah. talk. Yeah, give me a premium handheld for four hundred. Like heck yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's talk. That's something I can use constantly. Yeah. Conceivably, could could a handheld PSP or PS Vita 2023 version, could it conceivably play a PlayStation 4 game on it or, or even like a PlayStation 5 game on it? Yeah. Steam the, Steam, the Steam Deck right now is playing full-on new P, PC games on it, handheld. Wow. Like, So what's holding Sony back? Nothing. Because okay. so, so like PS5, Sony even the PS... Yeah, the tech is there because even the PS5 isn't as good as like uh, some of the, the the crazy settings that PC is even able to do. So it's yeah. like, I think I think they could make it work. <laughs> pretty, it'd be pretty straightforward. I don't know. It, it would be different. It wouldn't be an exact one to one. Like they'd have to port it because I'm sure it w- it's not like they can put a PS5 in a handheld. No, but no, no. They could get pretty dang close. I think. Like for a fairly decent price. Again, look at Steam Deck. What Steam? It, forget even forget about Switch because that it's really underpowered for today's games for what it is. Like for 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 Nintendo games, it's perfect. For everything else, it's not. But looking at Steam Deck, you're right, Adrian. Like, like there is a market for it, and Sony is Dude. more than capable of of making like, more just than totally... capable. They are... and then what you could do a, de- a dock for it too. Have it docked yeah. to the TV. You can pair DualSense to it. That is a brilliant idea. Now, why, why though, did they get out of the handheld market? Were were they profitable? How many Vitas did they sell? How many PSPs did they sell? So, I know that that right now, secondhand, I cannot get one of those handheld systems without dropping a crap ton of money. So so, PSP you actually can. You can get those pretty yeah. pretty cheaply. 
um, Vitas are starting to go up because a there's not a lot of them, uh, so that's why they're going up in in yeah. price. Uh, PSP sold about eighty five million, which is nothing to sneeze at, um, especially when you compare it as a newcomer to the Nintendo throne. Um, DS of course ultimately did you know sell way more, but eighty five million is nothing to sneeze at at all. That's a very for very for a first swing. Yeah, for a first, yeah, for a first attempt, it's a very respectable uh, um, number to have. Uh, Vita, unfortunately, maybe sold a fraction of that, but that was due to a lot of bonehead decisions. Um, the they, marketing around Vita was bad. The naming, they—I they, don't know why they didn't call it PSP two. They should have absolutely called it that. I, I firmly believe if they called it PSP two, we'd have a different story today. Because yeah. nobody knows what a Vita is. 85 million people know what a PSP is. Yeah. So I don't know what the what the the decision was to do that. Just like with the Wii U, they should have called that Wii 2. I don't know what... It, it, maybe there's like some marketing thing. Oh, because it's a 2, it's going to seem like less... No, dummy. The people who like PSP already know there's only one PSP. So if there's a 2, <laughs> that means it's better than the first one. Mm-hmm. but yeah so they they screwed up there um they chose to use uh because they were worried about piracy because that was a big issue with the first psp mm-hmm. uh so they chose to use proprietary memory cards that were very expensive yeah. and very uh low memory for what you were paying for when realistically they should have just probably looked a little more into kind of baking that into the operating system itself um, so that was very prohibitive because if you wanted to go digital, you had to add on basically close to 80 to a hundred dollars for a big enough micro, uh, or not micro SD, a big memory enough memory stick card duo or whatever they use, right? Yeah. To download games. So it instantly made it way more expensive than anybody was willing to spend for. And it was already, uh, very expensive for that time. But what you got was worth the money. Um, and then lastly, Sony didn't really, they didn't really push it a lot. They didn't make a whole lot of games themselves. They made a few and then kind of relied on like third parties and, you know, independent developers to kind of carry it because they didn't see an immediate one-to-one return on investment. Mm-hmm. So they dropped it right away. Yeah. So. Basically, like they just, they just made every mistake in the book instead of just doing what they knew worked they like did everything different and expected the same result and it's like well no like that's like you tried to you know you did all this new stuff like tested things and it didn't work and then you just blame it on the product it's like no that product actually was fantastic you just did bad job marketing and lining up lining up games for it like they didn't whoever was in charge of that product just didn't have any heart behind it they're like oh it's out whatever and like moved on and it was sad. Like, and it also came out. It was like, was it the tail end of the PS3 and right towards the beginning of the PS4? Right, if I'm remembering right. It was yeah. It was right between PS3 and PS4. Yeah. So I, th- I wonder if that's even part of it too. I wonder if that's almost like there was it was all hands on deck for PS4. So and they knew it was coming. So it's almost like ah, uh, let's just get this thing out there so we can move on to the next thing, which shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But I wonder well, if that's almost part of it was 2012, right? Too. So anybody who's in a PlayStation, you're thinking, do I get a Vita now or do I wait and save my coins and get a PS4? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure a good number of people decided I'm going to do the PS4, which I can't fault them for, right? That's the better choice of the two, you know, hindsight. But yeah, there were many a factor that was working 
against the Vita that unfortunately did yeah. not lead it to be of successful. Their, but of their own doing. <laughs> but I feel like if you really hunker down and all of this development budget that they're putting in to PSVR, which really I don't think even the first one was very a very great enough return on investment yeah. for them to continue niche. with it. I think I think it would have been a fun experiment and then you know, one and out. Um, I feel like they could have put this into a handheld and really like came out swinging with a, a competitor for the yeah. other two uh, major players on the market at the time. But I don't run the company, so <laughs> you should. I like the idea that you said about about it having that that portability to be able to dock it to put it up on the big screen. I think that's the biggest key selling feature for the Switch is to be able to run with it or to mm-hmm. be able to dock it and put it up onto a big yeah. screen like that they all can do it steam deck can do it too so that's like that's an automatic that it has to be able to do that yeah but we know sony they wouldn't have it at launch and then like a year later it would finally come and you have to buy a prohibitively expensive right. dock accessory <laughs> and See, all i would <laughs> my my if my name's on the psp project it's ready to go yeah, we're not oh. we're not doing anything until everything is crossed off and dotted, <laughs> and we got all the stuff shipped in. Yeah, no, and we got a, a lineup of games ready to go. At least one every three, two to three months, for the first couple of years. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I have a totally different vision for how this would work. Wow, you heard it here first. Adrian's gunning for uh, <laughs> Jim Ryan's job. <laughs> not Jim Ryan's. He can stay at the top. I just want to go over the mobile and handheld division. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jim Ryan, you can calm down. I know you listen to the show. You're fine. You're good. You're good. Uh, all right. This last news story comes from Ars Technica. Staying in the PS uh, PlayStation vein here. PS5 owners won't get this set of free PS4 games for much longer. This comes from Kyle Orland over at Ars Technica, like I said. For over two years now, PlayStation Plus subscribers who owned a PS5 got access to the PlayStation Plus collection. A set of 19, it says 19, but I think it's actually 20, uh, legacy PS4 games available for free download and play via the console's backwards compatibility. This week, Sony announced that it will be ending this subscriber benefit in May. Current PS5 owners will have until then to redeem their free games, which will remain available on their account as long as they stay subscribed to PlayStation Plus's multiple tiers. Hundreds of legacy games are still available for download as part of the higher-end PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium tiers starting at $15 a month or $100 a year. That includes many of the titles that were part of the PlayStation Plus collection, including almost all of Sony's first party titles. Um, but the PlayStation Plus collection was also available at the cheapest essential pricing. So that's kind of who's 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 losing the biggest tiers, the people who are at essential, uh, unfortunately, there. So um, <clears throat> the article is just talking about what games were included. So it had like Bartman, uh, Bartman, Bartman Arkham Asylum. No, not even that. <laughs> Bat- Batman Arkham Asylum. That was a game I'd want to play. I'd want to play that game. Bartman. <laughs> Uh, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat X, uh, 10, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Until Dawn. Um, so some of those games, like I said, are still available if you have that extra premium tier. So if you're spending like 120 bucks a year or whatever on a subscription, but yeah, if you're at Essential, all of these are gone. 
Um, I just don't, I don't understand what Sony's doing. Like they, they, they're swinging and missing with the PSVR and then with their, their PlayStation plus service and they revamped it. It's just like chaotic. <laughs> it's so chaotic over there. I just don't understand what their, their end goal is. Well, that's really the only reason to have the PlayStation collection or to have PS plus for that collection. So I, for one, have PS Plus, um, and I'm getting rid of it immediately, post-haste. I don't, there's no reason for me to keep the, the $10 a month service when the games that have been being presented on the monthly games the free have game, not been yeah. good. They've been really bad lately. Uh, this month, Oli Oli World is up there say, from our on. our uh, yeah. our friend yeah. uh, our friend of the show actually made the game. He's on. He's. I mean, he's one of the people, one of many people who made the game. But uh, yeah, so make sure to download that one at least. But yeah, anyways, you can carry on. <laughs> uh, no, so so I'm 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 blown away by some of the games that are being added on there, or like oh, that's been available on Game Pass for like three months. You know, it's like doesn't right. make any sense. Yeah. Yeah, with the 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 massive library over at Game Pass, like it doesn't really make sense because you're right. A lot of the games, very few PlayStation exclusives come up on as free games. Most of them are like it's a lot of third party random stuff. Sometimes an indie game here or there, um, and yeah, it's a lot of stuff that's been on Xbox for a while. So uh, every once in a while, you get lucky with a PlayStation exclusive, but not often. Like I just don't. Don't see very much value there. Um, now, something that I didn't know, realize until Adrian told me before the show, and I did read it in the article here, but you were mentioning, Adrian, like there's still a good chunk of games though that are free in the subscription, right? So it's not like completely cut off. It's just a certain collection that's going away, correct? Right. So with the uh, PS Plus premium tier, you actually get way more um titles than either of the other two by far and a lot of or, or a good number of them are actually like current gen excuse me current gen uh exclusives so like the ghost of tsushima director's cut you get uh, as part of the program you get the death stranding director's cut um returnal is on there spider-man miles morales is on there uh just pretty much like a plethora of uh different like marquee titles are part of that service so the premium in my opinion is actually worth it if you uh are looking for a that that kind of a game or that kind of experience and that's in addition to everything else right um as far as them turning the the service off i think that's i think this is the worst timing that you could have done it in because people are just now like actually able to reliably get PS5s. Right. That's what's bizarre. Like the stock is just finally coming. Like people are finally able to even get their it's hands catching on one. Up to the demand. Yeah. Right. So this is like the time when you would want it to have on, when you want to have it on there more than any other time. And then this is when you take it away. But then you could also, you know, with them being a business, of course. Well, now that more people than ever have it, they can just buy it and we'll get all that money. You know, there's no such thing as 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 acting in good faith or a good faith gesture. Yeah, not with uh, not, not with, with Sony, especially. Right. <laughs> not Well, not with pretty much any company, with but most companies. But yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, if you are a 
PlayStation Plus subscriber uh, at all and you plan on sticking with it, make sure to go grab those uh, titles because, like I said, once you add them to your account, like I added them years ago, a couple was it, a couple years ago when I got my PS5. Uh, or did I just get it last year? I don't even remember when I got it. Um, and uh, you have them as long as you have a PlayStation Plus subscription. So I'm good to go. Make sure you go grab them as well. Uh, but uh, Noah and C92 in the chat also comments here. He says, I have a, such a hard time convincing myself I'm okay with paying for PlayStation Plus in the face of Game mm-hmm. Pass. And yeah, I think that's all of our sentiment as well. Like Game Pass is such a great value. Like it's fantastic. I don't even have an Xbox oh, yeah. and I still have it because I, I have Game Pass on PC. And it's so fantastic. I love it. I even pay for the ultimate because so I can have the streaming. Like I don't even have a console. I pay for ultimate so I can play on my phone, my iPad, like anywhere I want. It's great. Do you ever play on your phone? Yeah. When I've gone on trips and stuff and I have a game for book club, I got to finish. I played on my phone and iPad just because you can sync your, I can sync my, (laughs) my PlayStation controller to my iPad and phone. I can use my PlayStation controller on my phone to play an Xbox game. It's the most bizarre thing. And I love it. Blasphemous. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've been thinking about getting one of those backbone things. Dude, I think that would be sick. Yeah, the new backbone. They, they just came out with one, you know, licensed for PlayStation. I'm like, oh, that looks so sick. Like the yeah. white. Oh, it looks so good. Uh, but they're like a hundred bucks. So backbone, if you it, it backbone, if you wanna, yeah, backbone, if you wanna sponsor us, send us some some units. That'd be sick. We'd we'd review your I'm units for you. Definitely down to review them. Uh, Are you kidding? <laughs> oh man. All right, uh, that is it for the Nerdy Nudes. It is now time for our Patreon ad. This is a part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there for just a buck a month. That's right, you can support us and get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, and our other show, Super Gamer Book Club, that Adrian hosts, because uh, this show goes out to everyone on Wednesday. I mean, you guys get to listen to it live on Twitch, but as soon as the episode's over, we take the VOD down off Twitch, um, so you can't go if you missed it. It's gone, uh, and uh, you have to wait until Wednesday to listen to the whole thing. Or if you support us on Patreon tonight, right after the show, I quick do an edit on it and then upload it to Patreon so you guys have it tonight. You know, tomorrow you could be listening to it before everyone else. You can have instant access to the episode. So think about supporting us there. Uh, five bucks a month. You can also get the show notes ahead of time. Know what we're going to talk about. You can leave your own questions, comments, concerns, thoughts on the listener questions, on the news stories, on whatever. What you plan? Mark up. Uh, you know, mark it up. You leave your own. You know, notes on our doc, and we would be uh, yeah very grateful for it because. It, you know, it's more fun stuff we get to talk about on the show when we get to read your comments and what you think about things and news stories and such. Um, it's also fun. That's why we do uh, stream on Twitch as well. So that way, you know, people who join in on the chat, we can interact. But if you're not able to hit the chat and you want to uh, wanna share your thoughts, support us over at Patreon, five bucks a month. Ten bucks a month, you can be a Patreon sponsor and get shout outs on the show. And then $15 a month, you can be a Patreon producer where you can... Uh, you can be our boss. Pitch us a segment. If you have something that you die, you just you're dying for us to to cover or talk about or do or whatever, uh, support us there, and uh, you know, and then you have access to to pitch us that segment. Now it doesn't necessarily mean we're gonna we're gonna do it. I just want to throw that out there, uh, or do it for very long. 
um, because sometimes, you know, sometimes get, they get canceled out of nowhere canceled. for no reason. <laughs> well, for reasons. Um, but uh, <laughs> we we always give it the old, good old college try or at least, you know, work with the idea to make it fit within our our show there. And it's we've had a lot of fun with our Patreon producers over the years with the different segments we've had to do. And sometimes um, they just become host. Of the show. Sometimes, yeah, that's how Adrian. I mean, that's not how Adrian became a host, but he is a host and was a Patreon producer. Uh, well, I guess it is kind of how he became a host because we loved your super indie. Bo- he can't hear us. We loved his super indie boys so much that uh, we we brought him on. We're just singing praises to you, Adrian. That's all. While you're gone, we're not worthy. <laughs> what happened? We were just talking, uh, we were singing uh, your praises because we were talking about the Patreon producer tier and how you used to be a producer. And uh, we enjoyed the content you were sending us with the uh, Super Indie Boys so much that that's one of the main reasons we asked you to join our show after oh. Zetch, uh, you know, left. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check us out. Patreon.com slash Super Gamer Voice. We'd appreciate it. Uh, and it helps us make cool things. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to is like by financially supporting us, we can pay for games, pay for, pay for hosting fees. We do, you know, whatever we need to do, buy equipment to help make bigger and better things for you. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys. If you are watching over here right now or you missed it, missed the stream, uh, you can follow us there for free, but subscribe for free as well. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link it to Twitch and use your Prime Gaming sub each and every month. It costs you $0. We get five bucks. It helps out the channel and you get to use some fun little emotes of our faces all across the Twitchverse. So think about supporting us over there. Again, totally free for you and we get cold hard cash out of it right straight to my PayPal account. Uh, And our last sponsor here, W.GG. Remember, if you are looking for (laughs) top tier energy, no crash, no sugar, gluten free, featuring... uh, uh, sorry, <laughs> I gotta. I need to get my flavors out here. Contains patented Neurofactor. This is Galaxy Grenade. Neurofactor. What's mm-hmm. Neurofactor? Uh, Neurofactor. What does that do? Helps your neurons that... fire on all cylinders. <laughs> you want to fire on all cylinders? That's the active ingredient that makes your junk hard as a rock. <laughs> That's right. WGG gives you so much ridiculous energy in your penis area. Nope. Nope. Definitely you... not. And I'm pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure, read the fine print. It is an amazing product, I mean, Garrett, product, it does guys. affect your blood flow, which, I mean, does That's your blood it. does flow throughout your entire body. Uh, so, and it's science. I mean, it's science. It's anatomically, about, he is correct. All about, all about blood flow, bud. And something you ever had, yeah. like a, you know, you sit on your leg and it goes to sleep? That's never going to happen. Your stuff won't go to sleep if you're drinking oh, no. WGG. So go to supergamerboys.com and <sighs> click on the link. We got a, there's a... Is there yeah, a link? there is a link, uh, okay. but there, you can just go to w.gg and make sure to use our code SGB to get 10% off Hell your yeah. order. And we also get a little kickback. So no extra cost to you and it helps the show in, in, in the end. So and it's going to help about, your old lady in the end. <laughs> nope, definitely not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no mm-hmm. official statement from W on that yet. Uh, I emailed them about it and they have yet to respond. So <laughs> it's like, hey. Imagine, imagine the marketing person over there getting this email like, "Hey, so we've been advertising your uh, your product as a sexual aid." Uh, and the what are your thoughts? Works what's like your, that. what's your response? Family. We didn't want They're to tell like, anybody. Who are you? What? What is this? Is this spam? <laughs> yeah, delete. Uh, anyways, uh, and shout out real quick, live on air. That's right, Noah. 
underscore C92 subscribed with Prime Gaming. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, I know go be like you. Noah. Go be like Noah. Throw Noah, us that free sub. You can actually get 29% off WGG right nope. now. Make your PP hard. If that's, you because you subscribed. <laughs> that's uh it's not go over uh, there right now. Go. Not, not oh, he says email won't work. Gotta walk into their office bricked up. Make a statement. <laughs> That's what I'm talking They're about. They're based in San Diego, I think, or this area. Well, that means you got to do it. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. I got it. Garrett, we have to see some photo evidence of you there. No. With, like, several socks shoved down into your pants holding Dubby stuff outside of the uh, the offices. Just saying. Just make sure you mainline some Dubby real quick before you go. Just one good right across the table. Yeah. Oh, good oh. big old fat rail. Isn't that how you take it? That's how I take mine. <laughs> you know, and like snort it up real good. Oh, no. Oh, man. All right. So go check out all those things we mentioned. Again, thank you, Noah, for the sub- subscription. If you want to be cool like Noah, go subscribe to our Twitch and support us on Patreon, and maybe go to Dubby. Don't tell them we say these things. Maybe that's good. Maybe it's better they don't know they we don't exist. don't care. <laughs> nah. All right. That's it. Let's get back to the show. All right. It's that time of the show. We're getting close to the end. It is now time for me to ask... The question that I already, I always know the answer to, but I have to do it because legally I'm obligated to. JJ. Yeah, it's, hey, Adrian, we, we, me and JJ, we're trying to be cool and official, like, oh, we're super gamer boys. We're making a big thing. We're going to be, you know, make technical jargon and write contracts and stuff. There's some weird legal contracts that you have no idea about between me and JJ. It wasn't in mind. Stuff. Continue. <laughs> we'll talk to you about it sometime. Uh, anyways, what you playing, JJ? I've been playing It Takes Two. Uh, it Takes Two is a really great game. It's on PlayStation. It's also on Game Pass right now. And so it, you get shrunk down. You're Basically, there's these parents that are fighting in front of this little girl. And the little girl like makes a wish or some crap and shrinks you as the couple and then you're like these little small minute dolls and you have to try to get from far away think like honey i shrunk the kids but in reverse where you are shrunk down as these like not quite human dolls and you have to work together and it's couch co-op so the great part about this game and it takes two is you sit around with somebody and you can play with them it's so much fun I was sitting and playing with my son and the two of us were playing this game and it's like, it felt exactly like what it felt like as a kid playing Super Mario Brothers, you know, with my little brother or some of my friends. It was fantastic. It's been such a fun game. I don't know if you guys have played that game at all, but it is the quintessential couch co-op game. I I played the just through the first level with, with my wife. I convinced Trudy to play it. Because I had already kind of mentioned it a couple times, but then she came to me. She's like, hey, have you heard about this game? I'm like, yeah, I've talked to you about it. She's like, oh, well, one of my friends played it with her husband. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, one of, one, of, one of my friends played it with her husband and like they played through the entire thing and loved it. And so she's like, Could we, like I want to try it. I'm like, all right, cool. We got You're through like, like the first. What? You want to play a game? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> we played through the first level and she really enjoyed it, but we just. We just don't have time to play video games t- together. Like either she's doing something or I'm doing something and we have kids and it just doesn't work. So unfortunately, we didn't play more. But 
it was a lot of fun. Like we had a blast a playing game. through it. Like yeah. I, I at the, at the time when we picked it up because around when it first came out, I was almost like, oh, we should make like a Twitch or YouTube series out of this, where like me and Trudy sit down and play, <laughs> like just Whoa. play together or something. That'd be sick. Idea. But uh, or hey, you're playing through it, JJ. Maybe you can sit down you and your wife and play. She's better at games than me. I don't. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Because of that, I'd rather not. This is rather you know not. I mean? Like, no. Church and state. You know what I mean? Church and state. Let me just say that. Church and state. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> right. Church and yep. state. Uh, for it your may, it makes sense in my head. It makes sense in my head. He's uh, okay. got, you know, separation right. there. Yeah. Know. Yes, of course. <laughs> I get, yeah, right, right, right. All right. That's awesome. I'm glad you're playing through it, at least with someone. Because that's because I think you can play it single player, right? That sounds lame like yeah, i don't know why I, I you would do with, that i played i played a little bit with janet too and and so it is it is fun it's a it's a very yeah. fun game but yeah i just happen to be playing it with my son this week yeah and it's no like, it's you know, it's it's great to do that co-op thing where you're working with somebody and the great part about it is that you kind of you really have to communicate like hey i need you to go do this and like you're both you're doing your parts yeah to be able to like you know tandemly go further in the game so it's, it's, it's fun. Uh, Yogurt Archangel in the chat just laughs. He says, ha, 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 ha. JJ is too proud of himself for that. <laughs> 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 to be shamed on the internet, being playing poorly with your game. Oh, very next poorly. To your life. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, Adrian, what you playing? Uh, so in addition to Hi-Fi Rush, which is still Ooh, fantastic. Wait. Did you okay. start it? Oh, baby. Have I, have I started oh. it? Yes. It's so good. It's so good. Man, what a game. Like, this is honestly, depending on how the rest of the year goes, this is up there. This might be yeah. a GOTY contender. I'm just saying. Oh, easily. I no, I don't actually. Like this game this, is JJ. that good. <laughs> wow. Uh so in addition to that, I uh, haven't been or haven't have there we go i have been in a rhythm heaven uh tornado tornado lately oh. <laughs> uh pulled out the old ds and i've been playing the first one uh just the original Riv rhythm heaven that's been on ds um yeah there's something about striving to get to the highest ranking when you know you're trying to complete a song and then the way that they rank songs is like, oh, that was just okay. And that's like the perfect thing to be like, you son of a gun. I know I can do better than this. And so I'm constantly chasing that perfect or that that great range to, yeah. to complete the level fully. But man, what a what a perfect phrase to just like irk irk the player, right? Oh, you did okay. <laughs> oh my god. But it's a it's a fantastic game. It's That's, a fantastic series, and I'm hoping that we get news of a new one in this supposed direct that's supposed to be coming because oh yeah. we are long overdue. Apparently, this week there's rumors it's going to be a direct, so we'll see. Yeah, because <laughs> we we finally got a new WarioWare, which was great. So now that that team has done that and they've put that out, I would love for them to work on a new Rhythm Heaven. So fingers crossed, we get that. Um. Yeah, that's fantastic. I've never played a rhythm, rhythm heaven. Is that what it's called? Rhythm heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 
I need to check that out because it sounds like a game right up my alley. But yeah, never. If you never... like WarioWare, you'll like Rhythm Heaven. Okay, I like WarioWare. I like rhythm games, music there games. There you go. So it sounds like a perfect marriage here. Uh, so I have been playing Hi-Fi Rush. Uh, that's pretty much the only game I think I've played, <laughs> honestly. And uh, dude, it's, yeah, it's so freaking good. So I'll, I'll be honest, the first, there was a point towards the beginning where I was kind of like, all right, like I'm ready. I'm ready for a change in scenery. Like it felt like it went too long in that one area. But then, like, boom, all of a sudden you get to the next area, like, oh, this is completely different. And then you get to another area, like, this is completely different. It's like, okay, yeah. now this is, it was just like, because they did like a tutorial area and then like level one back to back. And they both kind of like, and they both were the same uh, aesthetic and feel and theme, you know, of the area. And so I was like, oh, okay. But I, so I was unsure at first. But once I got past that, you know, level one, and uh, really got into like uh, the, the meat and potatoes of the game now. Like, oh man, the mechanics are coming together so smooth. So the idea of the game is, because uh, um, I don't know if we talked about it much last week, if we even played it really much at all. Um, but the music, there's music happening the entire time and your attacks happen on the beat. And you can hit the, the, the attack buttons at any time, but your attack always happens on the beat. Um, and the, but the closer you hit the button on the beat with the rhythm, then you get modifiers. And you were talking about the scores and stuff with Rhythm Heaven, how it's, you're always just like, oh, so close, so much. I It drives me crazy. Like, yeah, the little sidebar, it's like there's like the little like uh, wheel that pops up showing you like what your rank is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, S rank, A, B, C, D, uh, you know, rate, giving you a, a grade essentially for every, every battle you get into. And uh, oh man, like that's so addicting to just like, oh, all right, I mean, combat, let's see how, because they grade you on speed, on uh, how well in time you were, and then also like combos, I think, as well. Um, and uh, like, I'm usually really good at staying in time and the like getting the encounter done quick. Like, I actually get, I get S rank a lot of time in speed, but the hardest thing is like with like the combo. It's the thing like keeping that combo going continually and not just like an ending or something like that. Like that's that's what I struggle with. But oh man, it's a fantastic game. The soundtrack's really good. Uh, I love the music because yeah, it's like in general, most of the music is just made by their in in game stu- in house studio that they have. Their their the Tango Works band or whatever it is, Bethesda as a band over there. Uh, but like on each of the boss battles, it's like a licensed piece of music. So like the at the very beginning of the game, they have like the Black Keys. Uh, what was the last one? Nine Inch Nails. Oh, dude! Like the freaking Nine Inch Nails comes in when uh, <laughs> that one boss. I'm like, yes, this is so good. Um, fantastic game. Go check it out. It's like everything I love, kind of smashed into a this one game. And someone else was even talking about it. And uh, who was it? It was uh, I think it was Jeremy over at Video Games a Comedy Show. And he refer- he called it an indie game. And I was like, it honestly has a very indie game feel to it. It is not an indie game. It's made by Tango Gameworks, which is owned by Microsoft. It's a Microsoft exclusive game like, or Xbox studio game. But um, it does very much have that indie charm and feel to it, which is so special that they're able to like, get that. Because sometimes with the big studios, like they don't. Like they're going for a certain feel with like AAA, big, you know. And I love how this kind of feels like, oh, I feel like... You know, yeah, it could have been an Illinois developer who made it. So, um, 
go check it out. It's free on Game Pass. If you have Game Pass, what are you doing? Go download Hi-Fi Rush and check it out. It's fantastic. And it's our book club game. So we'll play it. Support us on Patreon for a buck no, or you more. Have to. And then uh, and then and then go listen to the episode at the end of the month. Fantastic. Excuse me. Um, all right. Well, that is all I have for the show today. So thank you all so much for listening and watching. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, all you who are joining us here on Twitch, it's been popping off here. Um, and we appreciate it. Uh, and also on YouTube, youtube.com slash supergamerboys. Make sure to subscribe over there. And uh, what else am I missing? Podcast services. Make sure to go subscribe on podcast. If you, you know, you drive to work a lot, got that commute, whatever it might be. You like to listen to something while, while you work out pop us in a year we'd very much appreciate it uh we have our super gamer boys channel we have uh super gamer book club and we have super dungeon boys don't forget about that we got six episodes i think it was uh of us playing DD that we released back in october for spooky gamer boys so on podcast services they're all separate it's not in the same feed go check all three of those out it'd be fantastic uh, if you would support the shows, we appreciate it. Get, leave reviews, comments, everything you can do wherever, wherever you find it. Remember, you can support us by going to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can also buy our merch, sgbstore.com. Uh, we got some old shirts and designs and stuff that are up there now that are pretty great, you know, classic. But uh, we got some new stuff coming that uh, we still got to dial in. We got our samples, which, by the way, JJ, did you ever get yours? We never. I did. Okay, I did, you, I you're not. So... I see you're not wearing it on the show. So. Well, I look so sexy, like, and I know mm. I've never used that word ever in my entire life. Oh, okay. But right, I look right. so sexy wearing it that I was worried <laughs> that we were going to have like all kinds of like single ladies, uh, and some men uh, writing into the show because of how good I look. You know? Oh, let me, okay. let me ask you, or let me just um, let me just go ahead and uh, stop you right there. You look like a sausage casing, didn't you? Because I did. I look, I look like a huge sausage casing. My nipples were like, it was so see-through and like it was tight as can be. Yeah, like it was horrible. Uh, so, but the design is amazing. I just got to stretch it out a little bit, or maybe even just cut the sides up and wear it like a serape. You know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For whatever reason, the sizing runs smaller than what it says because yeah, i did i, I, I had the same they, thing like i usually wear like uh in some brands it's a medium some brands i'm a large but usually like and i got a large like just to be safe i'm like i'll just get yeah. the bigger one i'm fine if it's baggy and i'm like ooh, this is tight even in the large like this <laughs> is not normal sure that they made the one that i got sent was actually for a husky 12 year old and so i feel like <laughs> You know what I mean? Is, is that what happened? Me. Is that what happened? We made uh, we actually made children's shirts instead of adult shirts. <laughs> you know Maybe what? I had to go check the listing again. You know? No, I doubt it. I don't even know if they offer children's sizing on Teespring. That, uh, but yeah. So stay tuned to sgbstore.com though, and uh, hopefully we'll be getting those up there soon and we'll put that in the description maybe of that item. Like, hey, run small, get the next size up just in case. Um all right. Uh, what else was I going to say? Rate and review, as I already said that. Shout out to Jack Sirach and Yate for allowing us to use their music on the show. Please go listen to them on Spotify and Apple Music. Links are in the description on YouTube and our podcast. Go look in the show notes. You'll see it there. Um, you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com, at uh, supergamerboys over on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter and Instagram, at gmorelang. Adrian, where can they find you at? 
You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. Hey, JJ, where can they find you at? You guys can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at JJ Purdom, on TikTok at double j 1978 it kind of blew up a little bit there uh go check it out i've got some really fun content it's all associated with my wrestling podcast that i do that you can always go check out the suplex city wrestling podcast it is on youtube.com forward slash at you suplex city wrestling pod wait suplex city pod sorry it's okay let me try that again youtube.com forward slash at suplex city pod I am, I'm obviously half asleep. <laughs> it's fine. I'll cut all that out anyways. Um, <laughs> You're not going to go, go, go check it out. Um, uh, yeah, they're, you got, you're blowing up on TikTok and on YouTube over, YouTube over there. So you guys are getting, getting all famous. You're going to be too big for your britches soon here. I'm already <laughs> too big for my britches. That's evidence, but we just talked about the damn shirt. I couldn't right, fit right. in. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's uh Sore subject, huh? It's very sore. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, well, that's all I got for the show. So, JJ, if you want to take it away. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so very much for joining us once again here on the Super Gamer Boys. For Adrian Homeboy Holmes, for Garrett Morlang, and for myself, JJ Purdom, we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we'll catch you in Flippity Flop. Same halo. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.